Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. I used to laugh at things like law of attraction, what you think is what you create, anything related to energy, you attract who you are, anything of that nature I used to laugh at because I'm like, that's not true. And then I came across Antonio and his teachings of law of attraction. And at first I rejected it because again, I used to laugh at these things and the more and more I listened to Antonio's teachings, the more and more things actually started making sense to me. Things started opening up for me. And things started changing for me. The law of attraction teachings that Antonio does have absolutely changed my life from the way that I parent to the person that I am today to the way I do business to the way I live my life. I never knew how important your thoughts and your emotions were and that you actually attract that you know we always say this is what I want 
but what are you attracting deep within you what vibration are you putting out there and it took Antonio's teachings for me to be able to understand that while in my head I'm saying this is what I want the vibration that I'm putting out is a complete opposite once he taught me that the next step was to teach me how to vibrate at what I wanted and once I started vibrating at what I wanted that's when I noticed just how real the law of attraction is Antonio has taught me that thoughts plus emotion equal creation how to vibrate at what you want how to put yourself where you want to be to feel it to smell it to taste it to see it how to touch it put yourself there and stay there and vibrate there and it will come to you the people that you want to attract into your life vibrate there who are they how do they look what do they dress like what are their characters what you know who are they and the biggest thing that he ever taught me was how to be a better me through law of attraction I used to ask him how do I become better he was like you create who you want to be because I didn't know at the time where I wanted to be I just knew I wanted to be better and he told me exactly how to do it he said find the people who you are drawn to find those who are where you want to be and start moving like they move study them what I didn't realize was he was teaching me how to attract my future self and in the process of doing that even attract being able to associate with these people be on the same level with them be in the same atmosphere and network with them I have actually had the opportunity to start moving in that direction because he taught me how to attract that into my life and learning the law of attraction through Antonio has truly changed my life it has truly changed my success it has truly changed who I am today and while I am not perfect in the law of attraction staying on top of and consistently listening to Antonio's teachings remind me every day to be grateful, to attract that into my life, to only focus on the outcome and attract only the outcome in my life and don't get stuck in the how and the why, just focus on the finish line and I'll attract the finish line into my life. The law of attraction has made me a greater person. know it will do the same for you. Today I want to talk to you about how how to use the law of attraction. Don't miss this. Don't sleep on this. The problem with life and the blessing with life is you are God of choice. You're also God of your reality. Now and I, know, I know that kind of hurts a little bit to uh, religious people and and people get mad at me all the time. But don't forget, I subscribe to some of the same religions in which you guys do too. My degrees are even in there. So I'm not bashing your religion. I'm telling you that you are also made in his image if you are a Christian. So what I'm saying is absolutely orthodox. The law of attraction is real. Just like the law of gravity, 
It's called, it's the law of attraction is secondary to the law of vibration. The law of vibration is the actual law. The law of attraction is the side effect of the law of vibration. What does that mean? That means everything is in motion. What does that mean? Now, that's covering all of last week when I told you understanding it, so I can tell you this here. So if you look here on the board, if you can see me, if you can see me here on the board, I forgot I had a phone attached to my ear. If you can see me on the board, I'm going to draw for you a subparticle. Looks like this with its nucleus. And then you'll have certain electrons around it charge. This, look at this, this. Right here, if, you got, if you're on the phone and you can't see it, Google subparticle image, look at that. Look at this right here. This subparticle is everything that you're looking at right now. You don't know it, but your subconscious mind is so smart. It understands that it's built your entire living room, your entire phone, your entire reality, your entire car, your entire Wi-Fi signal looks like this. Just many of these in certain arrangements. What am I trying to tell you? Everything is energy. Everything in your reality is just one thing. Here's what's wonderful about that. You get everything in your life from this piece of energy. Here's what's terrible about that. You get everything in your life from this piece of energy. Your entire life is coming from your entire life is coming from energy. Your entire life. Did you hear what I said? Your entire life is coming from energy. This is why they're trying to do the Big Bang. This is why they're doing the particle colliding. This is why they have to theorize the God particle and all that stuff. Everything in your life is energy. You may think you are a human being, in which you are, but you are a source of great energy wrapped up into what you are and they just happen to call you Deanna, they happen to call you Grace, they happen to call you Tony the deal is, all of us comes from this everything on planet earth comes from this, we all come from one place doesn't matter if you believe it or not your religion tells you the same thing your science tells you the same thing everything existed in one place at one time and then spread out if you are of Christian <coughs> Um, theology, that it says that whatever you do unto me, you do unto the others because we're all connected. That's actually called entanglement. My markers right now. Entanglement. You can look at it. And I'm actually writing with my back hand. I see it. Entanglement. <coughs> Put the type on. Give me another marker. That's okay. Entanglement is what they're called. It means everything is still connected. So I'm going to give you five things. Based upon every single thing that I just said right now, I'm going to give you five things that we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about them pretty slowly, and we're going to make everything work. Number one, you attract good or bad experiences through your thoughts. Okay? Don't miss this. Here's, let's do a review real quick. Look at the board or listen to me as I talk about the board. I just drew a subpart. Does everybody see the subpart? You attract good or bad experiences from this. Listen to me. Your entire life experience is this one energy. And this 
subparticle, this piece of energy, then creates your entire reality, which I'll explain here in a second. Everything good in your life comes from this. Everything bad in your life comes from this. It comes from one place. Does that just make sense? Does that not? Okay, I'll give it to you in spirituality terms. This is God. Everything comes from God. But they help you now. Now, I'm not trying to say your God's a subparticle. I just changed the words for you. It's the same thing. One thing, one place, whether it be energy of God, depending on what circle you roll in, everything in your life comes from that one source. There's a source, and reality comes from that source. Is that fair? No matter who you are, no matter what you do, no matter what uh, philosophy or theology field you subscribe to, or you're an atheist or not, everybody pretty much believes something comes from somewhere. Because if it exists, where did it come from? If you track it back to where that came from, and then where that came from, and then where that came from, and then where that came from, you only get to something. Some people want to call it God. Some people want to call it Big Bang. Some people want to call it randomness. I don't care what you call it. That's not the point of this class, this phone call. This, good or bad, everything comes from there. Does that make sense? <clears throat> this means when you create a thought, you get what you think. Everybody write that down. When you create a thought, that is what you get. Everybody got that? Now, somebody who's as smart as me just went, well, hold on. Well, I don't have a million dollars I've been asking for. Okay, I can't say everybody in front of me was like, well, you know what? Since you're talking about it, I, I just want to let you know. And that's, you know, I mean, I'm with you, but you you don't sound like you tell the truth right now because I ain't got this million dollars and the six figures I've been asking for sure. since I started my first network marketing company. Sure. Okay, all right then. I'm going to explain to you why that happens. For the rest of this class, you are going to be absolutely liberated. Your attention creates your reality. Write that down. You're going to hear it over and over and over for this whole plant better phone call. Your attention creates your reality or your energy creates your reality or your observation creates your reality or your thoughts create your reality. They're all the same thing for this phone call. I'm going to say attention because everybody understands attention. Go. You got a question? Can you repeat that please? Your attention creates your reality. Your, your attention creates your reality is what you need to write down. Okay. <coughs> now, all these things have become an interchangeable now because I'm, I'm going to explain them all. Attention, the way I'm using it, I'm actually saying consciousness creates reality, but I'm speak, that's on a quantum physics level, which is the only thing we're going to talk about because that is the law of vibration, law of attraction. However, I'm simplifying it for an overall audience saying whatever your attention goes, that's what you're going to get. That's what I'm getting ready to get to. So I'm breaking the, the big, thick talk down to the word attention. Got it? Your attention creates your reality. I'll explain it in a second. You got a question? So what you focus on expands. Not only does what you focus on expand, the expansion can't happen until you focus. I'll explain. <laughs> so here's why you don't have that million dollars you keep asking for. Because quantum, now this is a scientific fact. Quantum physics says that consciousness creates reality, or reality can't exist without mind entering into it. Please 
don't write it down, at least listen to it. Consciousness, I mean, excuse me, reality cannot exist unless consciousness enters into it. <coughs> you can Google Schrodinger's cat. He's one of the founding fathers of quantum physics. And there's a whole thing about that double slit uh, experiment, all this here. The mere fact that your mind enters the space, this is how that space was created. You can see this in the movie Matrix, The Matrix. You can also see it in your Bible if you're a Christian. Um, so as a man thinketh, so is he. Whatever you ask of me, ask, believe, and receive. Seek, and the door will be open. Right? All these things. Okay? Now, I'm not trying to get theological here. I'm just trying to explain on everybody's platform. What does that mean? Back to the subpart. This subpart could be anything on planet Earth. It exists in this way. You have two different forms of energy. You have a wave or you have a part. That is it. There's no other form of energy on planet Earth. There's nothing that exists. There's only two forms of energy. Wave or particle. In a wave, there are infinite possible outcomes where the particle can exist. So this wave equals infinity. This particle equals one. I'm good and ready to tell you how to use the law of attraction. Here's what I'm saying. In a wave, there are infinite possibilities. In a particle, there's just one definite one. Does that make sense? All right, great. Erase this here. Make this very simple for you. Let us go. Do you know why you can't get that million dollars you keep thinking of? Because all of your reality is powered by your subconscious. Write this down. Your entire reality is powered by your subconscious. Everybody on the phone, unless you're driving, write this down. Your entire reality is powered by your subconscious. Your entire reality is powered by your subconscious. This means when you want something, it automatically gets edited through your subconscious. Your conscious mind is only doing what your subconscious mind has forced it to do. Write that down. Your, subconscious, your conscious mind is only doing what your subconscious mind has forced it to do. Now, I've got three things written on this board with handwriting much prettier than mine. Here's how your subconscious works. Three things. You want to write these three things down. Your subconscious, your current reality. Okay, what did I just say? I said your, your reality only exists because your subconscious created it. Did everybody catch that? Your, write that down if you didn't catch it. Your reality exists. This, right, this particle is your reality. But your subconscious made this particle look whatever the way you wanted it to look. 
Your, your reality only exists how your subconscious told it to create. Please write that down. You have in your life what your subconscious wanted you to have. I don't care how egotistical you are, how many affirmations you say you do. I don't care how much Bible you read. I don't care how much of a nice person you are on the outside. You only have in this reality what your subconscious mind told this particle to become. Now watch this here. I see some confusion. Ain't that much confusion. <clears throat> three different ways. Your current reality is based on three things. Number one, the story you are telling yourself and other people. <clears throat> Write that down. Your current reality is created on three things. The story you are telling yourself and other people. Let me stop right here and just tell you guys while you're writing this down. If you're on Facebook, search in your Facebook search bar, ATS, ATS, Winner's Circle, and you can find a group which of all the people that I mentor around the world, and I'm sure they're sharing notes and making comments somewhere in there, or they will have their notes in there. And it's a community of people who build one another. You can get in there, obviously, for free because Facebook is free. Your current reality is based on three things the story you tell yourself and the story you tell others. Number two, your limiting beliefs. Your limiting beliefs. Number three, your judgments and fear of consequences. Your current reality is built off three things. The beliefs that you, excuse me, the story you tell yourself and other people, your limiting beliefs, and your judgments and fear of consequences. Did that, did that make sense to everybody? So what did I say? creates your reality. What's, what is those three things? What's those three things in one word? Subconscious. What I just gave to you for the first time probably ever for most of you is I just showed you what your subconscious looks like. I just showed it to you right there. Those three things. If you change those three things, you change your subconscious. Has anybody ever wondered that? How can I change my subconscious? How can I talk to my subconscious? I just gave it to you right there. I just gave it to you with those three things. You want to change your subconscious? You want to change your subconscious? Change how you talk to yourself and other people. Change your limiting beliefs. And change your fear of reaction from other people. When circumstances. Everything in your reality, everything in your reality, every single thing in your reality is created by your subconscious. This one particle has stepped out of a waveform of infinite possibilities and went into one definite possibility. Now, listen to this next sentence. That means every good book you read, every positive book you read, every self-help book you read, every scripture you read, every word out of my mouth from this plant better phone call is all being edited through your subconscious. Your reality is edited. Listen to me. No, no, that's a breakthrough moment. Your reality is edited. You're only getting what your subconscious, so your subconscious says, your, the book says you can be a millionaire. 
when it gets to your subconscious, your subconscious is going to say, yeah, yes, we are. Or, no, it's not working us. I tried that before. I'm black. We don't do that. I don't know millionaires. Your, your book is going to say, we can lose weight. Your subconscious is going to say, no, nah, I'm not giving up chicken. Come on, somebody help me out. You understand what I'm saying? So everything that you're putting inside your mind is being edited by your subconscious. Whatever your subconscious edits it as, that's your reality. So if you keep wondering why you don't have that million dollars, you keep speaking out of desire, it is because your subconscious is editing your reality. Ooh, everybody got that. I saw that. Everybody got that. All three of these things give you a great idea of what you keep in your subconscious. Ask yourself, what are my limited beliefs? What, how do I feel about other people thinking about me? How do I feel about if I do this and the consequences of it? How do I feel about, how, what, 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 what do I tell others about me? If you guys are always apologizing for everything, oh, I dropped the pen, I'm so sorry. Your subconscious is editing your confidence. And you can't get a reality that leads you to have a confident life. You can only get a reality that reinforces your non-confidence. Because your subconscious needs to be right. And so inferior things that make you intimidated have to show up or you're going to be crazy. Because if it don't show up, then you're not smart. So I'm not going to teach you anything about manifesting. I will not teach you a single thing about manifesting your reality. You know why? Because all of you are genius manifestors. You have been manifesting since the day you were born until you got to me right now. I don't need to teach you how to manifest new things out of your reality. Guess what? You've created almost a million things before this phone call today. Not yesterday. You literally, every second, you have been manifesting and creating new realities. And there are realities that happen today and later and tomorrow and next year. I don't need to tell you how to create. You're master creators. I need to teach you how to use the law of attraction to talk to your subconscious to create the life that's worthy of you. Now, somebody should have said that's the birthday edition right there. I don't have to teach you how to create. I have to teach you how to tell your subconscious mind, stay out my business, unless my business is being what I want. Does that make sense? Okay, everybody receives that. I can move on. Because if I can move on from you, that means the people over the phone receive it too. Now, do me a favor. Look at the comments on Facebook, and if I have a question on there, let me know. <coughs> and I'm sure Tempest will give you an attention, and she'll let you know. So, repeat one more time. I don't have to teach you how to create. You do that already. I have to teach you, when you create, stop editing. If you keep your subconscious at a high level, then when, you, when your subconscious edits a million dollars, it'll be somebody like, book says we can have a million dollars. Your subconscious says, that's too low. We got 10 million. That's a good subconscious. Book says, you, you deserve to be happy. Your subconscious says, no, happy is a responsibility. I don't deserve it. It's my God-given right. I was born happy, and anybody in my life is not going to make me unhappy, or they have to move. That's a healthy subconscious. But, listen to me, everything in your life right now has been edited for your subconscious. Everything. I want six figures by such and such date. As soon as you said that, 
Your subconscious went, that's not gonna happen. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's not gonna happen. It's a good try. I'm gonna let you try, but it's gonna fail like all the other ones. Your subconscious said, I need some new friends. That's not gonna happen. We don't like people. Hey, we need to go out and hang out a little more. That's not gonna happen. I'm an introvert. Your subconscious edits all your information. So not only is your all not only is all your information edited by people who are controlling your life, it's also edited by your subconscious. And remember, your entire reality is just this. It's just this. But this can be anything you want right now. Now pay attention. You're not paying attention back there. The wave, which I'm going to explain a little bit, is an infinite possibility. Superposition is what that word is called in um, quantum physics. Superposition, one word. Superposition, that means that one particle is everywhere at the same time. There is an infinite amount of possibilities that you can get from one particle, but when your subconscious gets a hold of it, it collapses it to the thing you don't want. We're going to break that down. This is using the law of attraction. Number two. Not ready. Not ready for number two. That's okay. What are you right now? So I can repeat. <clears throat> Okay, no problem. Directing to the live feed. Number two, I'll take good notes for her as she directs somebody to the live feed. Thinking about something means you invite it in, even if you don't want it. Thinking about something means you invite it into your reality, even if you do not want it. Was that clear? Thinking about something invites it into your reality, even if you don't want it. Let's break this down in two different ways. <clears throat> Have you ever, you ever got the exact thing you didn't want? Remember I told you earlier, where your attention goes, that will become your reality. Where your effort, where your energy goes, where your thoughts goes. And you're always getting out of life your predominant thoughts. So if your subconscious mind has a dominant think a limit a limited thinking system that is dominant, then you're only ever going to get limited things because if you ever get something of abundance, you'll think you're crazy. Here's what it looks like. As soon as you get something out of abundance, you immediately start telling yourself, this ain't gonna last long. Come on, I wish I had some real focus here. I'm just waiting for the bottom to fall out. Now I know this ain't I better save it. You're okay, she said yes. I better save it. I better pull it off the ground. If $1,000 come to your account right now, you don't know where it came from. All of y'all go run it in, draw it out, for they take it out the next day. Is that about right? <laughs> because all of you understand um, that things happen, but your subconscious is filtering those things out. So, <clears throat> reality does not exist until you make it exist. Write that down. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow doesn't exist until you make it exist. And tomorrow has an infinite possibilities. It has an infinite amount of possibilities that you can get because you haven't thought about it yet. But the moment you think about tomorrow's going to be a bad day, guess what you're going to do? <coughs> because you've collapsed the waveform 
of infinite probability to one definite possibility. You had a question. Oh, no. Okay, good, good, good. So reality doesn't exist until you create it. And you are always the only person creating your reality. I just, all you guys would like to blame other people. Yes, I just, I just smashed it all. Listen, I can't control the waveforms in your life. I can only control mine. I can't control yours. But they're not teaching you this in school. They're not teaching you this in school. This is quantum physics. You learn a Newtonian physics or classical physics. Um, first law of motion, an object at rest, will remain at rest. Third law of motion, every action has an opposite equal reaction. All this is true science. I'm not saying it's not. But you're not learning this. But the people who know this are sending rockets to the moon and creating cell phones, and you're a customer of their product. Now, you want to be a customer, or you want to be an employee? Nothing wrong with being a customer. Just make sure you can be a customer without swiping your card and saying, fair? Okay, great. So, you can only create what's in your subconscious. Write that down. You have to own it. I know I keep saying it over and over again in different ways. Guess what? Own it. Own it. Anybody familiar with Russell Simmons? Mm -hmm. Who is Russell Simmons? Fat Farm, Def Jam. He is a mighty entrepreneur. He is quoted by saying, I don't do shh until I meditate. That's what he says. I mean, that's the way he says it. I didn't say the word, but I, inf I, uh, I, what do you call it? I inferred the word. So you can either get offended or say, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Either way, that's his quote. Why? Because he understands something that you don't. Meditation helps you to do one thing and one thing only. Big word. Hemispheric synchronization. Okay? I'll write that down. Can everybody remember this particle? Actually, drew a pretty good part. Hemispheric, H E M I, synchronization. So I don't have to write it down. Everybody can spell it. If you can't spell it, don't worry about it. Put it on the paper the way you got because that ain't creating you. That's not stopping money from you. You don't have to know how to spell to make money. Hemispheric synchronization. Deep meditation causes hemispheric synchronization. What do you think that means? Synchronizes means to help you become one with what? Okay, will a byproduct is it? With your mind. The byproduct is you do become one with the world. I'm going to break it down in a second. It takes your left brain and your right brain and make them work as one instead of fight against each other. Now this would be a blessing for somebody. This is a major lesson for somebody. Now, see, I stumbled across this by accident. I never knew. Now, I'm not sure if I was born this way. I'm not sure if my childhood made me do this. I'm not sure. But I write both with my left hand and my, my right hand. I have no idea why. I baseball with both my left hand and my right hand. I When I play basketball, anything inside the three-pointer is shot with my left hand. All three-pointers are shot with my right hand. I have no idea why. I am a award-winning poet, and I'm also a very good mathematician. I am an extremely logical thinker, but I love Broadway plays and poetry. For whatever reason, I equally use both sides of my brain. I don't know how. I'm ambidextrous, 
when I take um, psychological tests, Myers-Briggs personality tests, it always says subject is rare. He can, layman's terms, use left and right side of his brain in a couple of different categories. It is vital that you learn how to use both sides of your brain. Think about it. How can you dominate using half your brain? You're already not using all of it. Why would you want to use half of what you're already not using? If 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 some, some now some some scientists will tell you five percent, some will tell you ten percent. So let's be nice. If you're only using ten percent of your brain, why would you get out here in competition with other people, things, and places, and only use five percent of your brain? You want to use both sides of your brain. Meditation or prayer in spiritual circles, they're the same thing. We just call them different words because different schools of thoughts. Does that make sense? But this is so if you think about it, or when you think about old folk, I tell you, I don't do anything until I pray to the Lord. But those old folk, whenever you need money, they always have it. Their life is together because they're, they, before they start their day, they started in a deep meditation for 20 to 25 minutes. They call it prayer. It doesn't matter what you call it. When you start your day off, synchronizing your two hemispheres. Everything comes to you, and there's benefits from that that I'm going to lay out for you. Go ahead. Okay, so with the meditation, uh-huh. what, is, like, what is the mental process? Okay, let's get into it right now. So, <clears throat> here, let me first tell you what the left hemisphere uh, does. Left, hemi- left hemisphere is generally more sequential. Linear, logical, practical, mathematical, analytical, scientific, and time oriented. So all of you saying, I can't never be on time if you don't operate your left brain. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't do it. Just don't do it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Okay. So I'll repeat those things again. Your left hemisphere makes you more sequential, more logical, more practical, more mathematical, analytical, scientific, time oriented. People who know lots of languages are very left brain dominant. How many languages do I speak? Five. She's right. Five. I'm clearly, if you did, not count computer languages, then just stick with five. Count computer languages, I'm not even fair. Right? The point is, train your left brain. Your right brain, more linear, intuitive, is people with high levels of empathy, abstract, big picture focused, okay? Creative and space oriented. Have you ever met someone smart with no vision? That's a left-brained only person. <laughs> Have you ever met a thinker who's not a doer? Mm-hmm. That's a right-brained only person. <laughs> Got all the big picture, but can't do the details for nothing. People you people you tell, kill the lights, and they literally try to take a gun and kill the lights. <laughs> That's a left-brained person. Go ahead. <laughs> yes, the right hemisphere does this here. It is the most linear. It gives you, uh, excuse me, the most non-linear. It gives you intu- in- intuition. It's the most intuitive. It gives you uh, abstract thinking, poetry, anything abstract, you know, movies, all that stuff. Big picture focus, futuristic type thing, right? Big picture focus, creative, and space oriented. Musicians, I'll give you some uh, space, space oriented. Um, space, but I can't. Space, like 
Man, there's a whole world out here. I like to be in the wilderness. Space oriented. Mathematicians ain't spending too much time in the wilderness. <laughs> he says, no sir, no sir. Right? Unless they're like looking at how trees are growing at geometrical angles. But other than that, it's, it's too, right? Now, prayer and meditation get both of your brains operating on one accord. Now, both of their hemispheres of the brain, okay? You only have one brain. You need to be able to do both. Why? You need to be able to have a plan and then be able to execute it at the same time. You need to be able to see the big picture and build out small details so you can hand over to other people. You need to be able to be both creative and calm. Yeah, see what that just happened there? You need to be both hot-headed and cool-headed. Hot-headed towards your goals, cool-headed to be able to take what people can go off on you and you don't say nothing. Does this make sense? You need to be so right-brained that you can actually accept new ideas because you don't mind being creative and letting new information in instead of being so left-brained that this is what I know and this does not add up to what I'm adding up to and I shut down immediately. Because when you hold two different thoughts in your brain, two different neurons, it scientifically, scientifically creates cognitive dissonance. That means, neurologically, you must be in frustration. And some of you guys, you spend your entire lives frustrated. How can you win frustrated? All right. So, most people only use one of their hemispheres more than the other. Here is some stuff. The left brain does this. Good at math, detail-oriented, science skills. It's ruled by facts, reality-based, objective, analytical, logical. It reasons. It's sequential. It's practical. It's strategic. It loves order. It finds patterns. It's safe and cautious. Don't worry about writing all that down. You can actually Google what the left brain does. It also creates written and spoken language. Left brain. The right brain, huge potential, sees the big picture. Some of you are dating people because you see the big picture in them. Nothing wrong with that unless you chronically keep dating people that only have potential and no kinetic energy. Intuitive, philosophical, spiritual, creative, uh, musical, imaginative, uses, feel, artistic, sees meaning. Some of you, every time you see something, has this deeper meaning. And you're always talking on this deeper level. And you're like, oh, dude. And some of you actually like <coughs> recreational drugs because it taps even far more into your creative thinking because of that reason. You're adventurous, carefree, symbols. Look, some of them just went, oh, Lord. I'm delivered. We're doing a drug test tomorrow morning for my stat. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <coughs> Spatial perception sees possibility. Okay? All that, you can Google that. What does all this mean? When you meditate, when you put both of your brains into one accord, what does this mean for you? Your mind will become more awakened. You might want to write this down. So, just put, when my brain is in harmony, and you can just write down the keywords I'm saying. Your mind will become more awakened, more focused, more deep, more powerful, yet peaceful. Put both of those together. There's nothing worse than having a powerful mind that's unstable. <coughs> you need me to repeat them? <clears throat> okay, there's a question on Facebook for me. So when you finish writing notes after this section, give me that question. 
more focused, more deep, powerful, yet peaceful. By integrating both hemispheres, both of your minds work in sync, and you have better performance, better memory, better intellect. Have you ever met someone they told you their name and the moment you dropped that handshake you forgot their name? You are not operating in both your minds. Just the creative space. Just the right hemisphere. Because the moment you shook their hand, you went all the way to the end of the conversation. That's someone only operating in the right way. You'll begin, watch this here. Hold on, before you go get the question, write this next part down. Um... You have a limited supply of thoughts. <coughs> you have far less limited supply of thoughts. Unlimited, excuse me. Unlimited supply. Limitless is what I said. This would be not seen correctly. An unlimited supply of thoughts. You'll be less angry. Less have less anxiety. You can literally cure depression with your mind on one accord. Clinically, that's been clinically proven. You can cure addiction. This is why you find a lot of meditators who are not on drugs. The meditation is a drug. The brain functions at such a high level of frequency. Meditation is equivalent to what exercise is to the body. What meditation is to the mind, exercise is to the body. The stronger the body, more the workout. The stronger the mind, the more of the meditation. This is why meditation is so important. So if you are familiar with meditation and you used to do it and you stopped doing it, shame on you, you're actually destroying your brain. And remember, your body will always be a physical representation of your physical, your mental thoughts. What your body looks like is what your brain, what your brain holds. Okay? Okay, go grab me that question. Wait, hold on, hold on, one more time. Hold on, one more thing. Here's what all this means. This means that when your brain is not in sync with itself, you can never manifest. You can never manifest what you want. You can only manifest what you are. Listen to me. When your brain is not in harmony with itself, you never get what you want. You only get what you are. This is why when you want that million dollars, you can't get it. Because your brain's not in focus. Your brain's not in harmony. So whatever you seek, that's what you get. Your thoughts become your reality. So as a man thinketh, so is he. You desire riches, but you think poverty. So you only get what you are, not what you want. Go ahead with the question. No, there's no difference at all. Now, there's different forms, so whoever, so type to them that I said no, there's no difference at all between meditation and prayer. <clears throat> Scientifically, there's no difference. Now, to one, prayer is to a higher entity. <clears throat> meditation doesn't have to be to an entity. But scientifically, prayer and meditation are doing the same thing to the brain. With one, you're doing it in allegiance to whatever God you believe in or whatever deity you believe in. But that doesn't stop what happens physically and chemically to your brain. Does that make sense? It's as if saying, is there a difference between swimming to be in Olympics or swimming to be healthy? Am I still swimming? It doesn't matter if I'm going to make the Olympics. I still swim. Does that make sense? 
but you're still praying. Now, there's different types of meditation, and I invite you to Google different types of meditation. But no, the answer to the question is there's no such difference as between prayer and meditation. They are the same thing. Number three. Our, uh, number three is the more you focus on something, the more powerful it becomes. Does it make sense? Let's go back to what's, the more you focus on something, let me repeat that, the more powerful it becomes. So, let's go back now to your subconscious. The more you focus on something, the more powerful it becomes. What's actually doing the focus, your conscious mind or your subconscious mind? This, which one? Which one? No, man. The subconscious is doing all the focusing. You think it's your conscious mind because you're saying this is what I want. I'm not saying your conscious mind is useless. I'm saying the moment you focus, the watch this here, when you focus on something with your conscious mind, it's going to be edited through the story you tell yourself and what you tell others, your limiting beliefs, and your fear of the consequences. Some of you are not successful because you fear what success will do for you and your family. This is using the law of attraction. I'm giving it to you. I'm teaching. She said, thank you. I am teaching you how to be in tune with your mind and how to use the law of attraction. Does it make sense? All right. Our brains are actually capable of unlearning limitations. Our brains are actually capable of unlearning limitations that has liberated somebody. Psychologists say it takes you about 21 days. If you want to unthink a thought, you can do it in about 21 days if you make it a habit. If you do it every single day, you will burn a desire, you do it repetitiously, you can unthink your limited behavior. You can unthink your limiting beliefs. What thought has created in your life, you can unthink that reality and create a new reality. I'll explain it to you in a different way. This is called, big word, neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity. Now, let me, I got staff in front of me. If you know me, again, I don't know how, I don't know when I did it. I just know I'm conscious of it and I make it very strong right now. Both my brains, my hemispheres, on one accord, I remember everything. I have a, if it's not photographic, it's a near photographic memory. I remember every name. I remember every person. I remember the question that was just asked to me. I remember everyone's dreams. I remember everyone's talents. I remember all these things, plus everything I've ever read in my entire life, every single thing I've read in school, every single thing I've read not in school, because I've taught my brain, which is already a supercomputer, to be a supercomputer that serves me. Go with the question on Facebook. Does fear come from your conscious mind or your Let's answer that question with this here. How can fear come from your conscious mind? Now, that's not to say you can't consciously think of fear, but the story you tell yourself, I can't do this. This is going to hurt me. This, she's not going to like me. They're going to talk about me this way. That's subconscious. Uh, your limited beliefs, I can't do this or whatever. That's fear again. Your judgments or fear of the reaction. So, to answer the question, all fear comes from the subconscious mind. Period. This is why animals fear. 
You fear. Fear used to be something that our human bodies used to keep us alive when there were larger creatures on planet Earth than us. Now, there still are larger creatures, but Earth is a safer place for human beings. So now fear is not a survival instinct. It is actually a goal hindrance. Now, fear doesn't keep us alive. It only keeps our brain wanting to stay alive, whether we're billionaires or homeless. <clears throat> it's actually called the spotlight effect. Everybody write that down. <clears throat> the spotlight effect. This is actual real psychology. The spotlight effect is something that when your brain is forced to take risk, it magnifies the risk to keep you alive. Spotlight effect. So tell that person online to Google spotlight effect and that all fear comes from the subconscious. Make sense? I just heard something in my ear. Is this? Oh, okay. Good. All right. So neuroplasticity. What does this mean? This means that your brain isn't reforming. It is just learning how to reconnect the dots faster smoother, or what I like to say, which I totally got from the guy on the movie Secret, the fastest, quickest, most harmonious way to get you what you want. Neuroplasticity is not your brain changing form. Your brain will always be the shape of a brain. It is your neurons learning how to reconnect the dots faster in the manner that serves you and your dreams. This can take, everybody listen to this, especially the people that work for me. This can take months, years, or even minutes. You can go through the phases I teach in months, years, and minutes. No one can stop you. No one can do that. It can take months, years, but you must remember this here. When you have limited beliefs, wherever you break that neural network, those things can no longer appear in your reality. Right now, if you're over the phone and you can't see, I am drawing horizontal lines on the board. Okay? Look how this is one, two, three, four, five, six. I drew six spaces on the board. Listen to me, listen to what I'm saying. When you use the law of attraction, you're only going to ever attract the level of things of which you're on. Everything in your life is an that's a waveform, which means it has infinite possibilities of superposition. Okay? Right here. Superposition, right here. This is level one. When you're on level one, we're just making up a number. This is superposition, infinite waveforms. However, you cannot attract anything on these frequencies. Does this make sense? If you're on level one, you can't get level six rewards. Neither can you successfully date the person on level six. You'll find out that you will only get what is possible on level one. But watch this here. When you change your limiting beliefs, here is a scientific explanation of why things fall away. If your consciousness is only bringing into your life the reality that your, your subconscious can handle and desire, that means when you get to a new level, you no longer have the consciousness of level one. Does that make sense? Okay, let me explain it this way without the mark in the board. That means as you go higher, the things, excuse me, the things, the things that were low no longer exist in your reality. Why? 
Why can't something exist in your reality when you're no longer thinking of it? That's not the story you're telling yourself. She got the nail on the head. When you change your thoughts, you automatically change your reality. Period. That means nothing in your life can survive unless it is on the same level of consciousness you're on. So don't tell me you don't have drama. Or you're not about drama. You're not a drama-filled person and there's drama all in your life. You're lying to yourself. Because drama cannot exist unless it's held in your brain. Don't tell me you're on your way to being rich and you're in poverty. Because poverty can't exist unless it's in your brain. Now, I'm not saying that you can't be in poverty and not be on your way. I'm saying something completely different. I'm saying that once you're on your way to uh, prosperity, you're already there. You just haven't arrived there at the same time. What I'm saying is, as you move up, all the people, blessings, and divine connections that you need will come find you. You won't have to go find them. Because your level of consciousness will attract new level of rewards. So if you don't like the man you're dating right now, don't worry about it. Change you. You'll change him. Either he'll change and jump up to your level of consciousness, or he won't exist anymore. Scientifically. That make sense? If you want to change your bank account, don't go get a second job. Change the way you think about money. Everybody missed that. It makes no sense for you to already spend your number one income, excuse me, your number one expense is taxes. You spend it before you get your money, and you spend it when you spend your money. That's twice you pay taxes. So you go get a second job, and you take your biggest expense, and you multiply it by two. Now you're spending taxes four times. Some of you got three jobs. You're spending taxes six times. Listen, 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 listen. Let me just tell all of you on the camera. I, I, I love America. I'm not trying to go nowhere except for a passport, but I'm coming back every time. Let me just tell you that, okay? No, I'm not going nowhere. Okay, does that make sense? But I don't love my country enough to pay a taxes six times. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. That's going to me. Five of them going to me, at least four. Does that make sense? Okay, good, good. So, number four, you can only get something new in life when you stop focusing on what you don't want. Let's draw my particle uh, <clears throat> again. That's a pretty good particle. There's my particle again with all the messed up markers. <clears throat> okay, <clears throat> I put the top on it. Draw it real quick. She's a school teacher. She say, Reverend, don't take that long, man. Ten, ten seconds. It's a wrap. Here's my particle. Okay, check this out. You can only get something. Listen, this particle is going to give you what you want and what you don't want. Let me teach you how to use cognitive dissonance in the correct way. If you want something new in your life, you can no longer focus on what you have. You must focus on what you want. Only, definitely. With a burning desire, what you want. Does this make sense? Two things I wanted to go ahead. No, ask your question. Do you think that when you want something new in your life, you must only focus on what you want and not what is or not what you have? I'm not telling you not to be grateful because if you're ungrateful for what you have, you won't get anything because now you're telling yourself this doesn't work. 
and your subconscious is taking over. If you want to be a millionaire, you can no longer focus on poverty. You must now only focus on a million dollars. Here's the that's cognitive dissonance in the correct way. You see your life for what it is, but you're already the lawyer you're trying to be. You see yourself for what it is, but you're already the publicist you're trying to be. You see yourself at this job, but you're already leaving it for the last time you've ever clocked in. That was me. <laughs> right? You understand what I'm saying? Okay, now, here's the support. Everybody missed the one thing I said. You must focus on what you want, not what is. What does that mean? You can't focus on anything else. The worst thing you can do in life is have too many options. The law of attraction is obedient and it won't know which one to be obedient to. It will tell, it, you, you're telling it, I want all of this. So then it will divide its energy and effort over all of it and you don't get any of it. You just get all of it a little bit. So instead of being successful, you just get to buy the books. You never get to live what's in the books. Does this make sense? If you want to leave your job and retire, you don't need to focus on your next job. You just need to focus on the fact that you will have prosperity when you leave. The job will be shown to you. And it probably already is shown to you. You just don't know. Question. Uh, does the subconscious mind and perspective work together? Absolutely. And not. Okay? If you have a wrong perspective, that's now your conscious mind. Okay? That's perception and perspective. So if you have a bad perspective, you also have a bad subconscious. There's no way you can have like a good subconscious in a bad perspective. You could be a nice person with a bad perception. Okay? You could be a nice person with a bad perception and you're going to have nothing but a lot of stuff you don't want while you're a nice person. You're going to be the brokest, nicest person everyone knows. You're going to be the most unhappiest, nicest person everyone knows. You're going to literally have a lot of friends and a mountain of debt. Because your perception is filtered through, this won't work. If you have a bad perception, this won't work. Now, if you have a high level of perception and a high level of self-consciousness, you live way up here and people are drawn to you. Is there another question? Okay, and people are drawn to you. Does that make sense? All right, last one. Yes. Tell them that if you have a bad perception, it doesn't matter about your subconscious because it's already bad. However, if you have a good perception, you kind of also, also have a good subconscious. Because remember, your subconscious is what's powering your perception. Does that make sense? All right, great. Oh, last thing on this one here. Number four. I need you to understand this. I need you, I need, yeah, I need you to understand this here. You have to focus on one thing. If you keep switching, if you keep being indecisive, you will stay poor for the rest of your life. Number five. Success 
is it finite? Success is not a finite resource. Everyone can have it. <clears throat> what does that mean? That means that everybody in this room, everybody watching me online, everybody that was watching me online later, everybody over the phone, all of us can have every last one of our dreams, goals, and the dollar amount in which we want out of this world, and the world would not suffer because we're winning. The world is not a big piece of pie, you just need to get your own. The world is an infinite piece of pie. Every time you cut from it, it regenerates the pie you just took. Prosperity is not finite. And your happiness and prosperity is a responsibility and a right. So what does that mean? Here's what we in. Your attention or energy. Okay, so remember, this whole subconscious here, one, two, and three, right? What you tell yourself, how you, uh, your limited beliefs, and your consequences, the fear of consequences, your subconscious mind, your attention, wherever your energy goes, that thing will grow. Is this correct? Wherever your energy goes, that thing will grow. I'll say it a third time. Wherever your energy goes, or wherever your attention goes, or wherever your subconscious mind goes, that is what you're going to get, and you're going to get it by large. Does that make sense? So, everybody listen to me. No need to take notes on this one. You can take notes after I'm done. Listen to what I'm about to be taking notes. Listen to what I'm about to say. You're going to miss the whole part of this phone call. Your subconscious mind has you going to or from your dreams right now. There's no in-between. There's only one part. And it's creating what your subconscious mind is telling you to do. You're creating every second been on this phone for an hour now. You've created every second of that hour. Every one. Every 60 seconds in a minute you've been creating tomorrow. And tomorrow's tomorrow. And tomorrow's tomorrow. And a full year of tomorrow. And you've either created over the last hour the life worthy of you. Or you created the life so unworthy of you. You're going to hate your life your dreams or from your dreams. How do you tell? If you feel good, you're vibrating at the same frequency of your dreams. If you don't feel good, if you have to argue every five minutes, you're not at the frequency of what you desire. Everything in your mind is being edited through your subconscious. Everything in your reality has been created by your subconscious. Not only is your subconscious editing your conscious thoughts, it is also editing your reality. Train your thoughts by going through the story you tell yourself and others, your limited beliefs, your judgments, and your fear of the consequences. Train your mind on those three things and those are your subconscious mind and make sure that your mind loves you enough to edit the quality of life that is worthy of you. My name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. All I can tell you is that if you plant better seeds, you will change the quality of your life.
coming out. God bless you. I have felt so much in life. I've been so evil. I've done everything in life to mess it up. And I have. I have completely messed this life up. And then I changed. And then I start applying things that I didn't know, but I always knew. You call it the law of attraction. Or maybe you don't. Or maybe you're religious and maybe you're not. Here is what I know. I know that we all have a karmic debt to pay off. And I have either paid mine off or almost off. And now I dedicate my entire life to you. Please know that as my life is dedicated to you, it means I get beat up a lot. But that's what this is about. It's about people like me putting their gains at risk for you. The crazy thing about life is once we get enough, whatever enough means, if you're a politician, it's enough votes, someone likes money, enough money, whatever enough is, you're a pastor, enough members, we tend to protect it. This podcast is not about protection, it is about you. I sincerely believe in you. I know you're going to be it. I know you're going to do it. Whatever that is for you. There are no mistakes. I want you to share this podcast, but not for personal gain. I want you to share it because I am giving you my every being. So you can turn around and do the same for others. I give away me. And then you give away you. I lower me so you can stand on my shoulders and then you return the favor and you lower yourself so someone else can stand on your shoulders and then voila. No one is lower than the other because we've all lowered ourselves. Finally, the music in this podcast that you're going to hear, I hope it gets stuck in your head. It's actually from my favorite movie, Cloud Atlas. It's the cover. It's not the original version, but it sounds just like it. Cloud Atlas is a great movie by the Wachowskis. My second favorite movie is The Matrix, but that has nothing to do with this right now. It is about repeating the same mistakes. And so I'm hoping subconsciously that as you repeat the same mistakes, Cloud Atlas is mostly about ascending from those mistakes. So I'm hoping the words, the music, the melody, everything helps you ascend to where you're supposed to be, which is where you've always agreed you want to be before you got here. I love you. This is the secret to success law of attraction. I really, really know that this will be a blessing, a lifesaver to many people. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plan better. You can dominate. 
Hey everybody, it's Antonio T. Smith Jr. and I'm excited to be with you. And I wanna take this opportunity to tell you what you get, what this pathbender is about. Can you really change your life? Can I change your life? Can you bend your path? And I wanna talk about four things that help you understand how I've come up with pathbender and how the idea of actually bending your path is not only realistic, but it's realistic for you. The first thing I wanna tell you is, I can't teach you anything because you already know everything. There is something so different about you. Something about you is so fundamentally different that if I disassemble you and put you back together, you won't have life. You don't work like the cameras recording me or the lights around the studio. Something about you is different. So if you hear me say anything in these four things that I wanna tell you, the first one being you already know everything, if it feels like you're remembering, if it feels good to your soul, if it feels well with your being, that is how you know it is true. And the first thing that I'm telling you, it is true that you know what I'm about to say, you've just forgotten. There are distortions over you and these truths that have escaped you are finding their ways back to you. And I am just your guide back to your compass. It's the first thing. So in truth, something about you understands you can bend your path. Maybe you haven't thought of it, or maybe you've been thinking about it and now it is here. And it is my most gracious honor to be the person you're listening to and to be the soul that's intertwined with your destiny. The second thing I want to tell you is the principle Wu Wei. You find it in the Tao, Taoism. It is this idea of not forcing anything. My friends, life is not a life of manipulation. It's more of a life of meditation. Manifestation does not go hand in hand with manipulation. And if you are forcing your path, you're on the wrong path. If things are not coming to you in the fastest, quickest, most harmonious way possible, if your life seems as if you are swimming up a stream, going against the grain, flowing through cement, if you have money, but no well relationships, or you have well relationships, but no money, if you are spiritual, but broke, and if you are religious, but can't make ends meet, you are manipulating your current path. You're not bending it to your will. Pathbender is a concept I've come up with. I am a big fan of the Wachowskis. 
And my favorite movie by them is Cloud Atlas. My second favorite movie now is The Matrix, which was my first. But now, and at the end of The Matrix Part 1, Neo bends reality to himself after he believes. And that's, that's basically the premise of Pathbender. The truth is, that's not science fiction. The idea of bending your path has been here for millennia. Bruce Lee told you, be like water, my friend. This is what it is, okay? I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. Now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. Now, all these things are important. So this idea of Wu Wei is about you not forcing. And Pathbender is you finding your own path and you're not forcing the events you want. You're not manipulating the events you want. You are creating the events you want. You are the greatest creator to ever live on this planet and no one can create better than you, not now or ever. The third thing I wanna tell you, and this may come as an offensive shock to some, but you are God. Uh, you are this life-giving force and I want you to think about it. You're the only species on this planet that can create something out of nothing. For, the, for theologians, way back in antiquity, there's a Latin phrase called ex nihilo. It is a phrase that means out of nothing and how God created this world ex nihilo, out of nothing. And the only life force on this planet that can take nothing and then make a masterpiece is God. But you've been doing that since the day you've been born. Take a piece of paper that has nothing there and out of nothing. J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter. Robert Greene wrote 48 Laws of Power. Out of nothing. The Steven Spielberg produced movies out of nothing. Does Denzel create characters that we remember forever? This idea of out of nothing. And you're the only one who can do that. Goldfish can't. Lions cannot. Just humans. You are God. You can find that in Christian texts in which in the book of Mark, the writer exclaims a question by the disciples as they turn towards Jesus and they ask, what manner of man is this? that even the winds and the waves obey him. Now, this isn't 
Christian only thing. You don't have to be Christian, Jew, Muslim to get this. The writer is explaining that even the people the ascended master Jesus was with on a daily basis had no idea who he was. He was not a man. He was God in man's flesh. And I say the same thing to you. You're not a man. You're not a woman. You perform miracles on a daily basis. What manner of man are you that even blank pieces of paper respect your creative power? And the last thing I want to tell you is Pathbender is about becoming a force, a force to be reckoned with. Scientifically, there's a formula for force. You can look it up yourself. Force equals mass times acceleration. We, we must talk for a little bit. In order to become a force, you need mass multiplied by acceleration. In order for you to become a force, you need energy in one place over and over to become multiplied by the acceleration, the speeding up of something to become a force. Say it again. In order to become a force, Einstein says all mass is energy in one place times the speed of light twice. You know that as E equals MC squared. Einstein scientifically understood and explained to us that mass is simply thought idea over and over and over a thought. What is the greatest form of energy? Thought energy. A thought over and over and over, moving at the speed of light twice squared, over and over in one place. And once you keep putting energy in one place, in one place, in one place, in one place, the energy ceases to be something invisible and becomes a tangible piece of matter. This is why it's hard to destroy something that exists. Energy can never be created and it can never be destroyed. First law of thermodynamics because once you put energy in a place over and over and over and over again, it takes infinity to destroy what has been created. So in order to become a force, someone like me must teach you how to put your energy Harness your energy into one place over and over and over until it becomes something tangible. And in truth, you have been doing this your entire life. You just haven't been doing it deliberately for your benefit. But everything around you is your thought energy manifested into physical form. The second part of this equation, acceleration is the idea that when you get this piece of matter and you believe in it so much, you see it so much, it is so, it is so tangible that it 
gains its own speed. And then you put speed on top of that speed because everything in the world is in motion already in vibration. So this idea of acceleration is this idea that the more you speed what you created up, when you multiply that by what you created, you become a force. It's the basis of Pathbender. Mass times acceleration equals force. And many of you are attempting to become a force on this planet, but the problem is you haven't attracted someone like me yet to teach you how to deliberately create the mass you want in your life and how to deliberately accelerate that so you can be a force. Be like water, my friends. You can go to the event page and catch all of what's included. But I wanted to stand before you and tell you about the intent. I wanted you to feel my energy. I wanted you to see my face. Energy doesn't lie. If you believe like I believe, if there is something about you right now that I am awakening, we are at the same vibration, consider. I wanted you to catch my energy and I wanted you to know that your time is here and you have the power to bend your reality. Join me. Become a pathbender. I've been looking for you. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate. Mm -hmm.